Well, universities always used to be the bastion of free speech, even radicalism and protest back when I attended in the 80s. But they've slowly changed to being woke, fragile, and only able to handle left-wing views. And Parliament recently reinforced that when they discussed a proposed bill. But there was one wonderful speech. You've got to hear it. So ACT MP Dr James McDowell, you possibly haven't heard of him, but he had a private member's bill. And it was called the Education and Training Freedom of Expression Amendment Bill. And the bill would require that tertiary educations, universities, protect freedom of expression, including by issuing codes of practice that set out the procedures students and staff should follow to uphold freedom of expression, and by ensuring that the requirements of codes of practice are met. Well, why do we need to enforce, enforce free speech in universities? Uh, which one day, not too long ago, were the bastions of free speech. Well, uh, here's an example. Just last month, activist Daphna Whitmore hoped to present a public talk at AUT, the Auckland University of Technology, on the subject of feminism, advocacy, and free speech. And those on campus would have heard Whitmore lead a discussion about free speech in the context of often polarizing transgender, gender-critical feminism debate. And uh, in fact, the, the previous year, Whitmore had taken on the Palmerston North City Council and won after the council cancelled a booking for Whitmore's group to speak in a library in 2021. That's Speak Up for Women. Yep, cancelled, couldn't speak in a library. So you can have drag queens reading children's books to kids in libraries, Ooh, but not discussions about the definition of a woman. Now, AUT said there was a bureaucratic error and they cancelled the booking bureaucratic error. Yeah, right. According to media reports, the Rainbow New Zealand Charitable Trust applauded AUT's decision to cancel. And uh, there was a post that AUT spokesperson and trust board member Jesse Le uh, Luthwaite said AUT will not allow hate speech masquerading as free speech to be platformed on any of our campuses. Now, there was actually a, uh, a, a recent survey conducted by Courier Market Research on behalf of the Free Speech Union, and it gathered over 1,200 responses from university-employed academics. And in the findings, almost half of the respondents felt constrained, half of the academics felt constrained to raise differing perspectives and to argue against the consensus, and even more so in discussing the treaty. Uh, and concerns about the protection of academic freedoms were raised also last year, uh, in this case, when uh, the Royal Society Te Aparangi began a disciplinary investigation into the co-authors of a letter to the listener, which criticised a proposal to give Matarangi Māori, Māori knowledge, parity with other forms of Western knowledge in the NCEA curriculum. Now, the Royal Society finally dismissed the complaints in March, but a Massey University professor has led the call for an apology to the co-authors and said that the Royal Society had attempted to completely shut down debate on an academically contentious issue. And of course, the example we had back in uh, 2018, when Don Brash was cancelled by Massey University for what they called health and safety reasons.
In other words, there were some snowflakes who might be upset by what he said. Now, during the debate on this Education and Training Freedom of Expression Amendment Bill, and you won't get me sharing many speeches from Parliament's debating floor, but there was one that you need to hear. It was from National Simon O'Connor. And you will hear reference to the AUT and the Royal Society examples in his speech. Have a listen. It's only short, but I know you'll enjoy it. I'd like to say I have found every contribution from the Labor Party and the Greens, $200,000 Chloe Swarbuck, offensive. It's hurt me. I'm mentally anguished by what they've said. My tribe, my community, my identity has been deeply offended. And no one on that side can dare to critique that because that's my experience. That's right. Don't you dare question what I'm feeling. My feelings trump anything you think, anything your group thinks. My tribe, my feelings are right. And I am very upset tonight. Mr Speaker, I want everything that the Labour Party and the Radical Greens say banned. I don't want to see them on the universities, because if I walk there tomorrow, I could have a hurt feeling. That's right. I could have a hurt feeling. You know what? You know what? I could go to a university and someone could say, Simon O'Connor, we don't agree with you. And you know what? That's just going to cut, according to the Labour Party, so much to my heart. Yeah. They're going to say, gosh, you're, you're a Catholic. Oh, you know, what terrible sin could that be? You know, that's a terrible thing, you know. And, I feel really hurt about that. You, you know, you're an academic, you've studied, you're privileged. Gosh, that's going to hurt. Mr Speaker, I'm doing this as parody because what doesn't seem to get the left is that freedom of speech relies on the ability for actually an array of ideas. And the whole point of freedom of speech is not for the speech we agree with, it's the speech we don't. That's right. That's right. And unfortunately, our universities have been captured by a bunch of left wing progressives. And it only needs one quick example. AUT University, I've written to them recently. Guess what, Mr Speaker? A bunch of women, if that's the, probably the wrong uh, pronoun and collective pronoun anyway, but a bunch of women, I want to be really specific about that gender, a bunch of women wanted to go on to the university to talk about women. And you know what happened? They were banned. Women were banned from talking about women's rights. And not only that, they were abused, they were given hateful speech, they were harassed, they were bullied from people who call them inclusion officers, from academics. It's an absolute disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. And let's be under no illusion here. This has nothing to do with freedom of speech from the other side. It's all about control. You will only be allowed to think, say and preach what they believe in. That is autocracy, that is a totalitarian mindset, and it infects like a virus our universities. It's an absolute cancer, and like any cancer, and the doctors know this, you rip it out. And the best way you rip it out is some sunlight. And there is an absolute arrogance, an arrogance of the highest degree from the left and the radical left that they know best. That's right. And the thing is, you don't. And I can say that with confidence because I might be on the other side. I might have a different opinion. But you know what? I don't think I know best. I think I have an opinion. I could be wrong. I'm actually willing to be told I'm wrong without having a bloody cry baby in the corner. I need a safe space. Grow up. And to those academics, those of you who responded to the survey talking as freedom as some appropriated colonial concept, 
get out. We pay our taxes. You're an absolute disgrace. To those academics, including those who fought for COVID, who bullied and harassed other academics, those seven who stood up, the Royal Society, an absolute shocker and a shame. To those COVID scientists paid huge amounts of money by this government, harassing their colleagues, an absolute disgrace. And so we need legislation like this. We need more legislation like this. Because at the end of the day, Mr Speaker, our universities are no longer filled with academics. They're filled with activists. And their mindsets are weak. And it's so and they shake their head on the other side. We know it's so weak because they cannot even sustain the most coherent, simple, basic arguments without crying. University has flourished throughout the world. It's been given to New Zealand. By the way, universities are appropriated into New Zealand just for you left-wing academics who need to grow up. They have a lineage of free speech and ideas. And so the final message is really simple. To those on the left, to those academics who do not, do not believe in freedom of speech, grow up. And if you're not prepared to grow up, go and begin to kindergarten teacher. That's right. Well, as you can see, a very powerful, passionate speech. Uh, there might be some upset kindergarten teachers, although I don't think freedom of speech is a problem in kindergartens. Now, sadly, the bill was voted down. National and ACT voted for free speech on campuses. Labour, the Greens, Te Pāti Māori voted against it. You know, that's the problem with hate speech laws that the left want to introduce. It will miss the important distinction between hate speech and merely speech they hate. And they'll end up using such laws as tools of political intimidation to punish opponents and shut down debate in the marketplace of ideas. The left either hate or are dead scared of free speech. It begs a question, is that because their arguments are so weak?